you have a classroom where people are listening and reflecting, you are maybe one of the natural outcomes of that is that you're also going to be building community. And, I, and maybe for me, as I'm even reflecting on protocols today, it's like I've never thought as protocols as community building, but building trust and all these other things and relationships and learning and protocols. Use them. Ooh. Use them. Absolutely. <laughs> Good advertisement. <laughs> Welcome to Hallway Conversations. We're a trio of educators who have plenty of questions about teaching and learning and school culture, and we believe in the value of collaboration and reflection as we seek to keep growing as teachers. So this podcast is our place for thinking out loud together about issues in education and why they might matter to Christian educators. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hallway Conversations. My name is Matt Beamers. I'm Dave Mulder. I'm Abby DeGroff. Richard Mao has a wonderful book titled The Life of the Mind. It's a short but important book, and I encourage you to read it. Chapter 11 in that book is titled Safe Spaces for Playing Around. In that chapter, Mao says, quote, safe spaces are essential for intellectual explorations, end quote. And he shares a vignette of having hallway conversations with a colleague that often concluded with the colleague stating, well, I have to get back to my office to play around with a few ideas. I think the concept of playing around with a few ideas captures what we're trying to do here. Our deep hope is to create a safe space for all of us, you and us, to learn together. And our desire is that we might be encouraged in your work and our work and encourage you to go back to your classroom, your staff room, your boardroom, your hallway, and play around in the sandbox. And while teaching and education is a serious business, we try not to take ourselves too seriously here. Whether on the podcast or in the hallway, we like to poke fun and laugh. And we always try to carry each other's burdens as well, as we think this is what it means to live in Christian community. If you are new to Hallway Conversations, the general format is that one of us brings a question and we explore our own thinking. We also appreciate getting questions from you, our listeners. So if you have time, please email us or send us a recording of your question to hallwayconversationspod at gmail.com. That's hallwayconversationspod at gmail.com. Well, Dave and Abby, a few years ago, maybe it was a longer, um, I came across for the first time um, a friend of mine, Daryl, who started using the word protocols and started implementing protocols. And it's something that I've really, um, has really helped me in terms of as a strategy in my classroom, in my pedagogy. Um, and I know you guys are familiar with them too. So I'm just wondering, when you hear the word protocols, what sort of comes to mind, um, and maybe how do you use them? I just want to, the question today then is around protocols, what yeah, it is yeah. and how you mm -hmm. use them. Sure. And I'm just wondering, yeah, for our listeners, if we can share a bit of your knowledge and wisdom around them. So Dave, yeah. protocols, what yeah. comes to mind? So I'm coming at this as a former science teacher, right? Yeah. And, and when I hear protocols, I think like we're working in the lab and we've got a, a protocol for our procedure, right? Mm -hmm. And this is how we're going to do it so we can be pretty sure of the outcome. Hmm. It's, it's fairly structured, mm -hmm. right? Like that's where my brain goes immediately. And I suppose that's probably not a bad definition. There's definitely right? structure. Yeah that, yeah, that we're having some intentional structure for how we're going to conduct ourselves in, right. in this, right? Right. How about you, Abby? Where do you go? Yeah, and I think, as not a science person, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I right away go to learning activities in a classroom because that's, I think, how I was introduced to sure. protocols as a form of professional development, actually, is where I first encountered them. So long oh, before yeah. I started using them in class oh, with mm -hmm. my own students, I participated in them through professional development. I, yeah. I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but the school I used to teach at, um, the high school, 
in Iowa, there is a pretty popular professional development initiative sponsored by the, the local AEAs, the area education agencies, called um, Authentic Intellectual Work. Sure. And it's, it's built on protocols, really. Mm -hmm. So we had protocols for examining student work. So mm -hmm. we would have a group of, in a PLC, in a personal learning community, we'd look at, someone would bring student work, and we would have a series of protocols and questions that we would answer around that student work. Or sure. we would bring a task that we had yeah. designed, yeah. and we would tune it, right, mm -hmm. with the knowledge of all yeah. of the people in the room. Or we would um, actually look at our own instruction. So people would come and observe, or mm -hmm. we would talk about instruction, right, and we'd yeah. have protocols around how mm -hmm. to talk about those mm -hmm. things. Yeah. So... So can and, I ask a question yeah. about that then? So when you're talking about protocols here, it's like a, a structured way it of is. attacking so like the work. It is. So for five minutes, we're going to do, you're, the, the person presenting is going to talk about their work. Right. And then there's going to be a time for clarifying questions. Okay. And then we Ooh. are all going to silently look at it mm -hmm. for this amount of time yeah. and yeah. fill in this rubric. Ooh. And then everyone is going to give feedback while the presenter listens. And sure. then the presenter is going to reflect yeah. on what they took away from the process. And then everybody's going to debrief. So it's just a very structured hour of how we're going to conduct our time. And, and so this was for professional development. It was. But, but you guys just kind of opted in and said, these are the rules that we're going to follow. And so this yep. is the protocol we're Yeah, using. and the protocol right. was given to us. Right. Yep. Right. And so and we just followed it and mm -hmm. did it. And oh, that, so that was my first experience with it. And then... Um, I think it was after I came to Dort, I started experiencing them as a teacher and saying, oh, this has a lot of value for my classroom hmm. if I can teach students some protocols. Yeah. So the same kind of thing, but engage. now at the classroom level, right. so like I'm going to teach students the procedures, so here's how we're going mm -hmm. to do this, and then this is the rhythm that we're yes. going to use yep. for exams. Yep. Yeah. So the first time I mentioned earlier, the first time that I can remember experiencing them and hearing the word was was doing Pro-D at the school that I was at back mm -hmm. in British Columbia where um, Daryl was our director of learning and um, for our Pro-D set up this protocol, very structured. Mm -hmm. And I just remember at first being somewhat resistant to it, yeah. to be honest, yeah. because... I remember it, that same feeling. Yeah, like, what is oh, this? Like you're just telling me I have to do it, yeah, like yeah. I have to do it this way mm -hmm. on my professional de it development. It seems like a lot. It yeah. seemed like a lot, and it seemed like, it seemed like my initial reaction was, is you're, you're limiting our creativity, you're mm -hmm. limiting our exploration, like give us, mm -hmm. give us some room to move here, and, and what I, and I don't remember even what the protocol was, I just remember Daryl using them, I remember being somewhat resistant to it, yeah. And then I remember, and maybe not even right away, but over time as he continued to use different protocols to lead our, our ongoing professional development, one thing I can, I can remember at some point realizing is that within the structure, teachers felt way more freedom mm -hmm. to participate. Oh, yeah. And so we went from... Um, Pro-D that quite often uh, hearing many of the same voices, mm -hmm. which were wonderful, uh, tons of wisdom there. Yep, yep. Um, but all of a sudden, hearing different, not hearing different, just hearing more, yep. hearing more voices. Yep. So I think that, that is one of the best parts about protocols, yeah. actually. As a teacher, too, yeah. thinking about whose voice in the room, yeah. it empowers. Yeah. It, it feels like it left, it kind of... So one of the benefits for me, at least even looking at it back then, was it sort of, 
it levels the playing field because exactly. now you're saying here's the structure yeah and each of you needs to and each of you mm-hmm. has the wisdom to bring to this discussion and we're actually you know i can remember him even being like and sorry daryl if you're listening to this because yeah. I, I love <laughs> he daryl. He's, he's not he's so <laughs> bro- he, well first of all daryl if you're listening that's a big step in our relationship but <laughs> no but but i remember it there was even sort of like you like you get one minute to this yeah you got two minutes to this. You mm-hmm. get, you're going to think. You're going to stand back to back. Then you're going to listen. You're going to ask mm-hmm. these questions. And again, my first response was like, "What? Like, why are you limiting us? But it really was, and if he was, Daryl was here, he'd be yelling through the speaker to say, to get you to stop talking for once, Matt Beamers. But there's yeah. a sense of that, right? Yeah. Say, you got a minute. What do you want to say? Now it's actually mm-hmm. someone else's turn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, I just, and that's one of the things that, that really mm-hmm. stood out for me in participating in it, is that it's sort of, yeah, it was a great leveler, right. which right. even in a faculty, you need. Yeah, you need. And I remember leading high school classrooms, right, where the same <coughs> four people yeah. led the discussion. Yeah. Oh, sure, because you've Every got some time, of those students right? who just like to speak. If I'm just going to have a classroom discussion and ask questions, mm-hmm. there are people who will never, ever raise their hand. Right. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah, absolutely. But there that doesn't mean their voice is less valuable to no. so how can we no. enable them? And a lot of the protocols I use are with those students in mind. Sure. Right? Yeah. How do I get these students yes. who might be reticent mm-hmm. to be yeah. more the I was gonna say more actively engaged. That's not fair. No. Uh, but right. maybe to make sure their voice is also heard. Yes. Yeah. 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 So can you talk a little bit about that then, Abby? Like, how does that take shape in your class? You say you use these with students now. What right. kinds of things do you do? Right. How do you structure so, that learning? So a couple of weeks, I'm just, I was thinking back when I was preparing for this at what I've done like in the last week, right? And so sure. I just have a list. Um, so one of the ones that I really like for getting student voices heard is called Chalk Talk. So students aren't actually allowed to speak. Mm-hmm. So we have like these cool whiteboards here with, that can hang on the wall. Do you know yep. the ones I'm talking yep. about? Or yep. that we can take them down and yep. like the students can write on them. They're just kind of big. And I'll put a question, maybe like four questions. So one on each whiteboard around the room. And I'll give every student a dry erase marker and we'll do like stations. So spend yep. five minutes at this one. You're not allowed to talk, but you may write back and forth to each other. So answer the question and you're allowed to like draw arrows or stars or check marks or question. And then everybody move to the next. So I four yep. groups, one group right here spend a few minutes there then we move to the next one Mm -hmm. you know once everybody's been at the board then we do a gallery walk where you go read what everybody has and then we debrief right so what'd you see this is and then I'm able to like kind of weave a conversation involving all of those voices on the boards and the best part is we don't know who wrote what yeah right so we can just point to ideas and they emerged through this process through the process Mm -hmm. but everyone has contributed something because you have to write something yeah yeah. At the, at the board. That's yeah, we call. we had, <coughs> excuse me, we last week we were just going over uh, perennialism, you know, progressivism in philosophy of education. Mm-hmm. So we did some maybe similar to that, some collaborative work where they had to do some summarizing and answer a few questions on a piece of big chart paper that we, mm-hmm. we stuck on the wall. And, and then I just I gave gave everyone a, a three orange sticky notes and one blue sticky note i said mm-hmm. i said you know the the orange is for warm feedback i just want you to walk around and read them all and if you see an idea in any of these isms just stick it there that's your way of saying hey this makes sense to me or i appreciate that and, and the cool feedback around 
Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not so sure about that. And it was just, and then, you know, to step back and say, hey, let's notice and wonder. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's a yeah. lot of orange sticking, a lot of warm feedback here, mm-hmm. and a lot of cool feedback here, you know, and, and have kids share out, hey, where did you use right. your sticker and why, right? So mm-hmm. to first even just empower them to just walk around. I, I yeah. like a lot of protocols because they actually do invite people even yes. physically to get yes. us sure. and, and move around. So. Um, you know, I've seen it done as well, like with dots, right? Like here's your, you get three dots, mm-hmm. you know, go around the room, do a gallery walk, what resonates, um, what doesn't, you know, just things like that. Um, you know, we've, you've shared with me, I learned this one from you last year, Abby, the, the go, go, mo. Yeah, yeah. Like we, I use that, I use that in the last couple of weeks in starting a new module on the purpose of education mm-hmm. and, you know, seven or eight different quotes from different people from different backgrounds stating this is what they think the purpose of education is. So everybody just picks up a quote, they give one, they get one, they move on. So you have this discussion, you switch quotes, you move to the next one, and you just sort of... It's a great way to preview text. Yeah. Yeah. Give one, get get one, one, move on. on. Yeah, go, go, Ah, The best part of protocols is the cool name. Right, right, right. But but there is a sense, and, and like I said, there's something about, and you know, like even when we do that, hey, we, you know, I often use back-to-back, face-to-face. So even in Go Go Mo, here's your quote, here's a minute of reflection, mm-hmm. and just be and to be quiet and yeah. just to sit in that and reflect mm-hmm. on it, and and then face to face and have this discussion. And and again, I think it's you you can you know we know that as teachers when students are engaged, you yeah. can hear the level and just walking around and yeah. and I think to me that in the end, like I found a. Um, a quote that talked about protocols provide the skeleton upon which students can build their ideas. It helps shy students to participate, mm-hmm. reigns in overly enthusiastic learners, and in general levels of playing grounds that neither the student personality nor academic confusion define the results. Yeah. So I just That's I just really love the lang- the language of yeah. that. Of like I said, it's and and this isn't the right word, but but I was thinking as you were talking about voice and things like that, mm-hmm. it's and not that you need to give permission, but it sort of invites or gives permission for people yeah. to engage in, in well, this and it, dialogue. And it sets the expectation, right, yeah. that everyone in this class is a learner, is yeah. valuable, yeah. and their voice is valued, right? Yeah. And we expect them yeah. to participate. Yeah. It's an expectation. It's yeah. not you can come and sit and not mm-hmm. yeah. think or do or... No. Yeah, so maybe just brainstorm some more for our yeah. listeners. What what are some other um, protocols that we typically like? I'll share one that I yeah. use. So I teach online a lot. Yeah. I like teaching yeah. online. Um, so in an online discussion, um, so often like I, I'll use like the classic protocols: post once and respond twice, right? Yeah. But yeah. Like, that falls so flat, right? Like students get into it like, oh, whoopie ding, here we go again. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so instead, I've changed it, and my expectation I make clear to them is you should be part of the conversation. How does that take shape? Well, here's our protocol. It's called Phi 3. It's three words that end in the letters F-Y. Right? <laughs> so yeah, when yeah. you respond to a student, you're going to either amplify, which means yeah. you agree. Yeah. And so don't you carry You can't just say you agree. Yeah. Carry the conversation forward. I agree. And yeah. amplify. Yeah. Or you can clarify. And clarify means you're going to ask a question yeah. in response. So, hey, you said this. Did you mean this? Um, you know. Yep. refining their, their thinking somehow. Or, so amplify, clarify, or diversify. Yeah. Diversify yeah. is respectfully, I think differently. And here's, right? But no yeah, matter how you I respond, like that. you've got to have something like carry it forward. Mm-hmm. We're not just going to agree with each other and then move on. Like, 
And that increases the quality of the Correct. conversation, right? Correct. Which is what protocols should do. Yes, that's right. Yes. Right? Yeah. What else are you doing, Tammy? Yeah. Um, I like to think of ones that are engaging, right? So our brains crave novelty, too. Yeah. And so I like to have some fun with protocols. Yesterday, I had one of my um, intro or my intro to EdSight class. Um, we did two truths and a lie about mm, some of the yeah. content that they read. So yeah. um, their reading assignment, They were we were talking about um, some of the structures of language, so phonology and syntax and morphology. And yeah. so they had to become an expert in one of those. They got assigned one. And they had to write as their homework two truths and a lie about that piece and then they got together we did we jigsawed it right so they got together in their home group so all the morphology people got together and shared theirs and they they came to a really good understanding of what morphology is together yep. and then um we jigsawed it and they played two truths and lies so they had to listen to okay here's my three statements and everyone else had to guess which one was the lie mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. about it and then so they went all the way around and then they scored themselves and who got the most right who could tell sure. Mm -hmm. the most you know so even thinking about content understanding yeah, right it's not yeah. always like sometimes it's just understanding the content that yeah. can be useful with protocols so I, what i love about protocols is they have very different purposes right so sometimes yeah. it's about really higher order synthesis yeah. of mm -hmm. text mm -hmm. or ideas and sometimes it's just we're going to do this as a fun way to make sure we really know the content we read right yeah yeah yeah. So that's another one I use. No, yes, yesterday we were looking at, uh, in philosophy education, we are looking at a Jane, Jamie Smith quote. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got this quote about what if education wasn't first and foremost about this, you know, saturation mm -hmm. of the intellect. And, and so we kind of, I don't know, triple A or three A, hey, mm -hmm. what do you, what do you argue, what do you, what do you want to argue about? What do you want to agree with? And what do you want to aspire, aspire to yeah. in this quote? And so... That's just a nice one for engaging, like like a piece of like a um, a piece of text, and so the AAA one is is a good one. Another one we use in um, some of my online online courses is when they're doing a a project or presentation at the end, kind of a critical friends. Oh, okay. um, so they they practice their presentation. You know, they're in small groups, and critical friends is basically there's it's a protocol where hey, you give your presentation. Um, you know, when you're done, then you actually listen to your other group members talk about your presentation, mm -hmm. and you can't say anything. Yeah. And then um, the next part is like they can ask questions of the presenter, and you can only answer the questions. Then you sort of give some feedback, like what do you, what have you heard? Feedback if you heard. Yeah. But it's just it's basically a tuning protocol. It is. I was gonna say it sounds like a tuning protocol. Yeah, it's yeah. a tuning protocol that you know, like, and you can whatever the way we set it up is that you, the presentation is 15 minutes of tuning protocols 15 minutes and you can play with that but it's just a way again it's a way of saying no like you've done this presentation you're actually going to listen to people you may not talk right and you and you have to just listen to people talk about what you've done and again it it gives people permission to either not respond or get yeah. them but just yeah. say hey, i need to receive yeah. and listen yeah. and um, it's a way to give people opportunity to give kind, specific, helpful um, feedback. Right. I think another one that I use that's really simple, what I found really valuable, is simply like check-in questions and exit mm -hmm. tickets. Oh yeah. Like mm -hmm. I just think like check-in questions. Um, sometimes I relate them to what we're going to, you know, the topic at hand. Yep. Sometimes they're actually just fun and playful, and the learning target is I can build fun relationship. 
with my neighbor, you know, sure. like I think Dave, you might have seen this, you know, we just the check-in question a couple weeks ago, like what's a what's a theme song from a television show in your childhood that you remember? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was actually pretty funny. Like that's like like it was, it was so loud in there. Like they're yeah. all, you know, and, yeah. and, and bonus <laughs> points if you can see, you know, and it <laughs> takes five minutes, right? Yeah. yeah. And I know we can I know for me it can be hard because I can be tight fisted with my time. Sure. Like it's five, it's like seven, eight minutes after already, and it's yeah. only a fifty minute class. And on the other hand, what does that relationship building and trust allow you to do in the next forty two minutes? Mm-hmm. That, that you otherwise wouldn't. That you otherwise yeah. wouldn't because 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 trust is being built. Yeah. And then exit tickets, you know, or sorry, with check in questions. I can remember a good friend of mine, Ashley, in grade three, she built a, a fake campfire out of an old Kleenex box and they called it campfire in the morning. Sure. They gather around the campfire and, mm-hmm. and they would just have, and it was wonderful to observe. Like she'd have again, fun questions, playful questions. Passing was always normative even, which sure. I appreciate. And that's part of the protocol. That's part right. of the protocol. This is the, how we're going to do this. You can pass and we're that there is no judgment or, or shame. Yeah. I'm attached with that. And then I think exit tickets again, I learned this one from Daryl just, very simply, like one that he's used that I really appreciate is again circle up passing's normative, normative, but you know I used to think, but now I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So just sort of like. I used that one yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So right. Good. I used yeah. to think, but now I know, and that's fascinating too because it's it's some of the things that they've keyed in on that right. in, a, in a good way are yeah. surprising. That, that metacognition piece, though, yeah. right? that we were getting them to think about their how their own understanding totally. is changing. To think about your thinking. Yeah. Right. And right? It's, it's incredible formative assessment yeah. for you yeah. as the person oh, uh, who sure. ran the class, <laughs> yeah. right? Because it gives you such insight yeah. in a very short amount yeah. of time as to what their takeaways yeah. are yeah. in ways you couldn't get to mm-hmm. if you collected yeah. something yeah. and had to, you know, it's just so easy. Yeah. Like yeah. another one we use, like engaging with engaging text. Simply, hey, read through this piece once, underline or highlight a sentence, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Read through it again, highlight a phrase, mm-hmm. read through it again, highlight a word, and let's just share out on that. Yeah. Like, why that sentence, why that phrase, why did yeah. that word resonate with you? How about you, Dave? Um, so I do some writing protocols, too, okay. and you mentioned that. I like that. So in Introduction to Education, we look at snippets of text all the time, and one of the things I do is have I'll actually print it out in, in hard copy and give it to them, just mm-hmm. a paragraph at a time. Yeah. Uh, something that we need to consider. Um, and I'll read, the protocol is, um, uh, I call it an exploding text, right? So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll read it aloud to them, and I'll re- I always read it twice. That's part of the protocol, too. <laughs> As I read it, just underline or circle words and phrases that grab your imagination. Yeah. And then you're going to have two minutes to say why. Why did mm-hmm. those grab your yeah. imagination? Mm-hmm. So trying to make connections, things that we've read, things you've seen in school, um, you know, some of the vocabulary you're learning mm-hmm. from this class, whatever it is. And then it's a structured protocol, right? So they have two minutes to think on their own, and then they have three minutes to talk at their table with their table partners, and then we take about ten minutes as a whole group always. And so kind of that expanding circle, we're just exploding the text to kind of understand things deeply that way. Um, and the other one I like as an exit ticket is I'll do a three, two, one. Yeah, I love those. And, yeah. and three, two, one, it can be anything. Write, write three something, write two something, write one something. So uh, write three new ideas that you had mm-hmm. uh, from class today. Write two things that you had confirmed that you thought before and yeah. now you really think. And write the one burning question that you need answered before next class. Yeah. Right? Or whatever. Yeah. Like That's just a, a for instance. But, yeah. uh, those can be so helpful yeah. just to give structure to the things that you're trying to accomplish in the class. Right, right. right. Totally. Yeah, I like them too for... Um, group conversations, oh, like yeah. really quickly, like you mentioned back-to-back, face-to-face. Yeah. Another one I do 
that gets students just up and moving, if, especially, you know, like if you're reading the room and yeah. you, you have a question, but you can tell you're losing them a little bit, right? Really? I'll do like a speed dating protocol. Yeah. So I've everyone, heard of this. Can you explain Yeah, this? so <laughs> everyone, like I did it in my room the other day where we have tables that are across, we have two aisles, right? So I said, okay, everybody go to one aisle and face a partner. Yeah. And then I'll ask a question and you have two minutes to talk about it, yeah. right? And then um, I'll say stop. And then we'll rotate. And it's just like yeah. a speed dating, if you've ever okay. seen them. Like, the yeah. bell rings, right, and you move to the next yeah. person. Yeah. And then they talk about the same thing, or you can give them a new question, right? Yeah. So they have, they yeah. get to people that they don't sit by, because you're going up and down the rows. And they're up, and they're active, which I think always gets you better conversations than if they're yeah. seated. Yeah. yeah. Right? So that's a silly program. As you say that, one, I remember a program I call Walkie Talkie. And yeah. sometimes I'll do the same thing. If it seems like the energy in the room is getting too yeah. low, and you can't do this every day, and it depends right. on your layer of yeah. school. Uh, one of the classrooms I teach in, we've got kind of a natural loop in the building. Yeah. And so I'll say, here's your prompt. You have three minutes to go walk around the loop and then come back, yeah. and you're going to report out what you talked about. And so yeah. you grab your partner, and they go take a walk, and yeah. they know that it's time, time dependent. You've yeah. got three minutes to come to an yeah. answer to this question. Come back and yeah. sit down. We're going to share out. Yeah. Right? And and that can be really engaging to yeah. improve the quality of conversation, yeah. like you say. Yeah. yeah as, as we're talking about this, it makes me, and I, I'm painting with a bit of a wide brush here, but it feels like as I listen to you and you talk about your protocols, I just wrote down like three, it seems like three things that in general they have common. It, it encourages active listening. Like I said, yeah, I need to be present with someone. Yeah. But it also so many of them have built in like time for reflection and we know mm -hmm. like reflection is so important right. to learning at Absolutely. every age like this idea of anytime you can get students to reflect on their learning so is I like that a say, dewey quote right is yeah. there a dewey quote about yeah. reflection right? well, i didn't learn okay. because right. i did i learned because i reflected on what right. i did or it's something yep. Yep. Okay. Listen yeah. to you, quoting you. Of course you're <laughs> quoting you. No. no, honestly, that's up for, yeah, no, and I, that makes sense to me, Abby, yeah. actually, like, yeah. so it's a listening, reflection, and then it just straight, it seems to me that it just listening to you, and uh, as you guys talk, and I know you put high value on this anyways, is that there is an element of community building of mm -hmm. that, yes. and so, yes. and it's so, it's so interesting to me that, that all those kind of goes together, if you have a classroom where people are listening and reflecting, you are maybe one of the natural outcomes of that is that you're also going to be building community. And, I, and maybe for me, as I'm even reflecting on protocols today, it's like I've never thought as protocols as community building, but building trust and all these other things and relationships and learning. And um, so it just, yeah, it just strikes me that maybe those are some of the things that, that protocols have in common. Mm -hmm. so, protocols, use them. Use them, absolutely. <laughs> Good advertisement. <laughs> Friends, we know that your time is valuable, and we want to thank you for joining us in the hallway today. Thanks, Thank you for the good, God-delighting work that you are doing, and we hope that the Lord gives you what you stand in need of in the coming week. And finally, we would like to send you into your day and week with this blessing. So to our listeners who we are so thankful for, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace and give you peace and give you peace. Amen. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a good week. This podcast was quite literally dreamed up during one of our actual Hallway Conversations. Our music is by Ethan Mulder. Hallway Conversations is an independent podcast created and produced by Matt Beamers, Abby DeGroat, and Dave Mulder. Thanks for listening.